The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Inbound, swung around, jump shot, it's good! Ryan Savoy cuts it to one, and then J.C. who has it, floater, it's good, it's good, Jason Battle at the buzzer, and J.C. who wins. What in the world? <laughs> All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. What do you mean, what in the world? You weren't listening to the end of the NJCU game last night where they hit two threes in the last five seconds to win it? The what game? NJCU. No, it was not. Let's hear it again. Inbound, swung around, jump shot. It's good! Ryan Savoy cuts it to one. And NJCU has it. Floater. It's good! It's good! Jason Battle at the buzzer. NJCU. Floater. When he said floater, by the way, it was like a 30-foot three-pointer. Was that Harry James Taylor? That is the play-by-play voice of New Jersey City University, uh, <laughs> whose name I do not know. Uh, it was an amazing finish. They hit a three, stole the ball, hit another three to win the game in the last 5.2 seconds of regulation. They were down four and uh, hit two threes in the last five seconds to win it. Uh, and my guy wild. was excited. My guy was excited. You would be too, Teach. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday out there. It's Toby and TJ with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. I am back from Waco, and I brought a loss with me. Baylor wins it last night, 82 to 72. We will discuss. We got massive NBA news going on out there as the trade deadline is this afternoon. Everybody who used to play for the Thunder has been traded. Uh, Russell Westbrook on the move. Kevin Durant on the move. If he went to bed, well, I mean, it happened in the middle of the night. So anybody who went to bed is waking up to the news today that Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. What a team they're putting together out in Phoenix. Kyrie Irving has played his first game for the Mavs. They won, and it is opening night for the two-time defending national champs. Patty Gasso's OU softball team starts their season tonight in Los Angeles. We got a Super Bowl coming up. We got a busy, busy, busy show today for you here on The Ref. Good morning, TJ. Hello. Good morning. Like that. Like that. I like that voice of yours. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> good morning, Deej. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine, I suppose. Yeah? yeah? Well, that's good to hear. 
That's good to hear. What do I need to know about your Wednesday? You don't need to know nothing, Mr. Nosey. Oh, yeah? Well, why don't you buzz off? <laughs> uh, Got a haircut yesterday. So I guess that's news. Super cuts? Uh, no, we have a lady, remember? We go to a lady. We go to Amy. Uh, Mystique, I think is the name of her place. I honestly don't even know the name of her place. Mystique. I'm pretty sure that's it. Pretty sure that's it. That um, sounds scandalous. <laughs> I don't even know. That wasn't her old place. I don't even know if the new place has a name. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Just Amy. Let's go you see Amy. You and the son went and got your father's son haircut? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, is he still doing the flop over? Still is, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I I can't wait for the day that he walks. I mean, it, it, uh, you know. Dad, I think I just want a regular haircut. It's going to be we, some work We don't do know there. why he still gets it. Like, we've argued with him over the last uh, month or two because there's never a day of the week that he doesn't have his baseball cap on. And we say, why do you cut your hair like that? You never fix it. You never style it. And uh, he'll say something, and, you know, I'm not, not changing my hair or something. I don't know, you know. But he wears Leave a baseball cap every day. Like, you guys are like he could be, hate, he could shave I his head. That's what I told guys. him. I was like, you know, you could just shave your head like I do. And just put your yeah. ball cap on because you wear it every day. Whatever his next hairstyle is, there's going to be a transition phase where he's going to have to have like an in-between. Well, you know, have to, but perhaps. There's going to be like an in-between phase, you know what I mean? To kind of get the one side to grow out and the other side to cut. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting phase whenever that hits. We'll see. We'll see. He it's hasn't probably changed a girl. It yet. He hasn't It'll be a girl that, uh, that uh, will get it to go. Uh, no, I mean, it's a, it's a hip and happening look, I suppose, you know, so, I suppose um, we don't ever see it except when it's all flopping around everywhere. Cause he got out of bed and then he puts his baseball cap on. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't even know why we cut it at this point. Oh man. I'm back to each. Yeah. What time uh, did you guys get back? Not that bad. Um, one, one, I think I walked pretty, in the house a little after 1 a.m. Central time. Oh, you know, it's not that far down there to wake up. No, got it's an airplane. Not, no. I didn't got know if the weather held you up or anything. Or We were fortunate, unlike the ladies and Chris Plank the other night, we found our airplane. That's good. We went, that's well, you know what good. we did? We went to the airport. I don't know if they looked at the airport, because that's where we found ours. Um, Yeah, no, it was fine. Oh, there was a little bit of a troubling moment. We, we uh, loaded up the plane after the game. And we're taxiing to the runway, and an alarm starts going off inside the plane. Beep, 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 beep. You know, really loud. And everybody's looking around, and the flight attendant who's in the back, it's a small plane. It's a 30-seater. Flight attendant's in the back. She comes walking at a brisk walk through the plane. And one of the players asks her, what's that alarm for? And she goes, I don't know. I'm going to go ask. <laughs> That's not good. It's not what you want to hear. <laughs> no. So uh, she goes up to the front. The alarm goes off. You know, you, you, she's up there talking to the pilots. And then she comes back, and she's walking back to her seat, and she says, uh, it's the fire alarm, but the, the pilots are pretty sure it's ju- it's uh, a false alarm. Well, pretty sure. So we should be okay. <laughs> pretty sure. Didn't we just and, have a plane uh, catch fire because of a battery down below or something uh, two days ago? Come on. Pretty sure. Your reaction times 10 
was the reaction of those of us actually on the airplane. Right. Hang on a second here. Let's make sure. And then uh, about a minute later, she goes, uh, they're double checking just to make sure. Uh, no, we're going to run some tests here. And everybody's like, okay, good. Let's run some tests, please. And uh, then we were fine. Indeed, we were fine. So, uh, But that was a little uh, unsettling for a moment. How about you guys getting a bunch of snow? It was it was not snowing in Waco, and we landed to a winter wonderland here. So. Yeah. Started you guys got it, too? Good. Norman yeah. got it, Norman too? Norman got it, too. In fact, let me find this. I've got a lovely little video. Uh, oh, be quiet, Kevin Henry. I'll send this to you. Can I send it to you? Why do you have Kevin Henry on your phone? Um, it's a video. Mm-hmm. I'm not, that let me forward it to you. No, I don't want to send it to the person that sent it. I'll, I'll figure this out later. Uh, it's a video of a person sitting in the snow, uh, and you're in the background, and then the snow's just oh. coming down really hard. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. But Kevin happened to be talking there. Uh, we are in, or you're in your car. Yes, yes. And you were listening to the game last night. Right. Well, it wasn't me. It was sent to me, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. No, yeah, well, but it came down pretty good. came down pretty good here. No, compared to the flight going, it was a fabulous flight home last night. Um, it was perfect. No turbulence. Landed in the in the in uh, in here. But the, all of our windshields were frozen when we got to the airport, so I did not expect that. I had to sit there and defrost for a bit. I didn't have an ice scraper with me in the car. I didn't know I was going to need one. So, But I made it home. Here I am, TJ. Here you Here are. I am. Here you are. And you're uh, you're lucky you got on that flight. Why is that? Uh, weight restrictions with the amount of change that you found on the ground Ooh. in Waco. <laughs> How about that, huh? <laughs> As I Did told you, you, see you came back Waco rich. That's all I know. <laughs> I got home. And uh, immediately went and put my change in the jar. I was so excited. Does your jar have a counter up top uh, that keeps no. track as you go as you no. drop the coins in? No. And I said the other day I have thirty dollars. I have no idea how much is in there. I'm just eyeballing it. Uh, you know, it might be six dollars. It might be sixty dollars. I'm pretty sure it's not sixty dollars. But uh, someone, please, at some point, when you see Toby. Carrying giant jars of change into the Walmart to use the Coinstar or whatever that thing I is, Crest. Uh, please get video and pictures of him pouring his jars of coins into the machine. Every summer before vacation, I take my <laughs> coin jar in there. So I, it was a little suspicious. Like, I'm almost thinking a listener of ours in Waco planted those coins because the picture I sent you is exactly, I had not touched those coins. I am walking yesterday afternoon after the Leeds 2-2 tie with Man United. I am walking from my hotel to um, Magnolia. Right. It, it, it got beautiful yesterday afternoon in Waco. And so I got out, said I'm going to get some steps in. I'm going to go see what uh, Chip and Joe are up to. And uh, it's about a mile walk, maybe a little less than a mile walk from our hotel over there. Easy walk. And I get out. And, of course, I'm doing what I do. I'm walking. I'm enjoying the day. And I'm scouring for coins. And I'm going down the sidewalk. And I go, look at that. And it's like a pile of pennies. What do you think? They're 10 pennies? Something Uh, like that, maybe? I can count them real quick. 8 to 12 pennies, maybe. 
12, 12 pennies. Okay. And they're in a pile, which is curious because if you had a bunch of pennies and you drop them, they're not going to drop into a pile. They're going to just scatter everywhere, right? So, yeah, they'd bounce on the concrete and stuff and take off in different directions. It's like they've been intentionally put here in a pile. The, the pennies did not fall that way. No, definitely not. No. So I think somebody listened to the show, knew what my route, because I said I was going to go to, <laughs> I said I was going to go to Magnolia. Planted pennies during uh, what they Planted thought could be your couple of routes. in my path. Yes, that's what I think happened. I see no other explanation. That, or was that in front of a house? No, it was by some railroad tracks. Huh. It just seems like something like a child was playing there and left their, you know, pile of pennies that they were playing with or something. Yeah. There's some kids it's, sad it's today. That was their savings. Isn't it? That was their savings and you just took it. Well, don't leave it on the street. Fair game. Uh so yeah, I uh, I was a little uh heavy coming Looking home around for time. Ashton Kutcher thinking you're on punked. Hey. This can't be true. This can't be two twelve whole pennies? Two this is amazing. <laughs> I hadn't been to Magnolia in a while. That th- that place has uh, expanded since my last visit. It's not, I didn't buy anything yesterday, but uh, that was Come fun. Come on. You got Valentine's Day coming up in a few days. You didn't buy anything? I didn't. I was thinking about that. I didn't. The only the things I saw that I considered, like, you know, maybe the wife would like this, I would have to ship back, and I was not certain enough that she would like it to pull the trigger you know what i mean i was insecure right because about home goods that's her department like she's the expert anything around the house like that's her that's she's the expert and i would be gambling she'd be nice about it like there's been a couple of times in the past where i bought something i thought this is gonna be great and then i could tell by her reaction she didn't think it was as great as i thought it was (laughs) So, because I'm not, I'm a terrible gift giver. And uh, so I did not, I did not, but um, yeah, I got a good walk out of it. I got 12 pennies, 12 pennies? out of it. Yeah. It was uh, it's a successful nice day, day until Waco the evening, yesterday. yeah. I, I mean, I even enjoyed the game. I mean, it was a, it was a good OU game. You played better. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, it was a good game. Uh, the heckler, have you, did you see the heckler last night? Did you listen to any of the game? I listened to you guys at halftime, but you had that, no. you know, r- interview and stuff. So, um, and I listened in the, the beginning of the second half, but that was it. I didn't know anything about the heckler. Waco's Waco. Every year we go down there, they've got this guy who sits behind the bench, who will not shut up. Oh yeah, you've talked about him before, I think. Well, we get tweets and texts all the time uh-huh. from people listening, going, "Will you please tell that moron behind you to shut up?" And it would be fine if he was appropriate but he's often inappropriate and he's he's heckling porter and the team and whatever i i mean i'm not anti-heckler i mean that's kind of it's fun and you got it everywhere and i'm sure our students do it to our opposing benches or, or whatever the case may be but he's right behind the radio and you can hear almost every word he says and it is irritating to our <laughs> listeners and it's irritating to us so I'm getting what always happens when we go to Waco. Who's that guy? Who's that clown? Said you know all this kind of stuff last night. So during a commercial break, I turn around and snap a picture of him. Uh, I'll send it to you here. 
he he looks exactly like you would imagine he looks. Uh, what do you imagine a grown man heckler looks like, TJ? Um, Tyler uh, McComas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he wears a baseball. I mean, he's wearing a basketball jersey, no undershirt, so you can see his armpits, oh, all that kind of look stuff. Hat this, around backwards. Look at this grown man. He's in the uh, look at the guy in front of Is him. Is he wearing a knee pad under basketball shorts? Yeah, he's ready to go. Maybe. No, he's got he's got a knee wrap on and. Uh, the, you can tell Brother. the guy in front of him and see. Yeah, the guy in front of him is like, I am not. I don't want any part of this guy. I've got a headache. <laughs> so he snap. You're gonna love this. He snaps, or I snap a picture of him. And so after the game, um, I'm doing the post game show, and uh, Brent Beerens, our media relations director, showed me this on the plane last night. He because he tagged. Uh, the official OU men's basketball account. So he saw me snap this picture, and he posted this on his Twitter feed last night. What's funny is you've got the uh, picture on where I can push on it. It's a small video. <laughs> it's a small video. At the end uh-huh. of your picture, if you hold it down and let the video play, he uh-huh. gives you the thumbs up and a big smile when you're yeah. snapping the picture. <laughs> yeah, he saw me take the picture. So... um so he, after the game, he took a selfie of himself with me in the background. He did. He um, did. And he posted on Twitter. Let me see if I can find his post here. His name is Chris, Chris Fuentes. OU men's basketball radio guy did not appreciate my commentary. As they cut the lead, he felt the need to take a pic of me. I felt it necessary to return the favor. <laughs> Hashtag sick him. <laughs> he's got a little bit of a Johnny Baseball look to him, too. Very yeah. much Johnny yeah, Baseball yeah. look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, so his, you know, uh, his followers started hitting me up last night. Had that sweep taste, you know, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, the heckler guy, I I will uh, not miss him. I just wish he didn't sit right behind us. He's actually pretty funny sometimes. The Barry Trammell-looking guy, too, two rows in front of him, thinks you're taking the picture of him. He's like, oh, well, let, let me let me give you a nice smile here. <laughs> yeah, Porter was having fun with him at times last night. Like, he'd bark back at him. Like, not anything bad. It's just like he's got a strategy of when, when he's got fans. Like, the OSU students sit right behind him, and he'll strike up a conversation with them. And Anyway. That's my guy. Break time. We're underway on a Thursday. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hurt in an auto accident, perhaps a work-related injury. Your personal injury attorneys right here in Oklahoma, McIntyre Law. They can help you nationwide, too. Noble doesn't mind helping you out, taking your phone call, seeing what they can do for you if you're uh, in another part of the country. Perhaps a Canadian listening right now, 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. We'll just have them bring them in the uh, traffic chopper, drop him off. Oh, you're listening out there, eh? That's terrible. Sorry. That's bad. That's bad. I attempted a Canadian accent. (laughs) Eh? Dylan is in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. He says, uh, Westbrook's career is officially over. I want to see Chris Paul 
I think something got him predictive text here or something. I want to see Chris Paul when they rain so bad, I'm going to have to cheer Kevin Durant. Not great start to Thursday. What do you think that's supposed to say? I want to see Chris Paul when they rain so bad. Maybe play so bad? Hmm. This guy's, uh, it sounds like Dylan's a Phoenix fan, and he's a little upset this morning because he doesn't want to have to cheer for yeah. KD. So, By the way, if you're just waking up, Kevin Durant is now a Phoenix son, traded in the middle of the night. Has he now played for every team in the NBA? Is yes. that the last one he yes. ever played for? Which is, when I, when I woke up, I didn't see it before I went to bed last night. Obviously, it happened uh, late in the evening, like you said. Um, I woke up, got here to work. Opened up uh, some stuff on the uh, computer and was doing some things, and that was the first thing that popped up. Kevin Durant breaking news traded to the Phoenix Suns, and I said I was a little sad. I was like, "Yeah, I hate the NBA now. The way the guys are doing this, I just it makes me sad that we that they can't find a spot and just stick for a while and have a little bit of a legacy at places and things. It just let's just hop around. Let's force trades." It was going to be the greatest thing in the world just a couple of years ago when him and Kyrie and James Harden all forced their deal and, oh, look at the Nets. They're going to win all these championships. And then they hardly play any games together. They hate each other. Things fall apart. Now he just looks around in the West and he goes, boy, you know, they got Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton and really good nucleus. You had me to that. All right, yeah, I want traded to the Phoenix Suns. Well, all right, well, we'll call Phoenix. They got a new owner. Obviously, the new owner wants to make a splash, and boom, all of a sudden now he's in Phoenix. It's just... I don't like it. No, you shouldn't like it. I know. Um, you know, I have frequently talked about my bad habits on this radio show. Uh, after a win, I like to have a burrito. After a loss, I like to have a burrito. <laughs> yes. Kevin Durant's got a bad habit. He looks around and says, who's got the best team? I'll go play with them. So that it's easier for me to win championships. Right. He's repeatedly doing this now. He left Oklahoma City for Golden State. That fell apart. And he went to Brooklyn to put together the whole dream team there. That's fallen apart. Now he's looked around and said, I'll go play with the team that was in the NBA Finals last year, right? Was Phoenix last year against Milwaukee or was that two years ago? Um. Well, they've, been, they've made deep runs a couple of years here. So, yeah, they've been good for since the bubble. Remember they oh, I guess ran, made that run in the last bubble. year. Last year, Golden State, Golden won State it. So won it would have been yeah. two years ago. Um, so what a team! I mean, you've got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant out there now, and and Aiton. So they're good, and honestly, they got a coach that, if anybody could kind of make that kind of thing work, it might be him. I really like Monty a lot. I respect everything he's been through and the kind of dude he is. And um, but yeah, how about I mean, can Chris Paul and Kevin Durant get along? TJ, that's the question. And Booker, and I mean, Booker. Booker's yeah. he's got a personality too. So we'll see. Um, the haul was big. Uh, back the other way to the Nets: Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four. First round draft picks. Yeah, four first round draft picks, and like you said, like kind of the nucleus of their their team. So we'll see they how are this plays out. Depthless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What else you got, Teach? We got a lot of trades to talk about. Uh, Russ is going to Utah. That's right. Um, 
Russell see. back to the Lakers in that deal in a three-team deal. D'Angelo Russell, yes. yeah, back to the Lakers. They lost a Russell, gained a Russell. So it was a net nothing on Russell's. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we have here. It was nice to hear Pinocchio grew up to be a real boy and become a basketball radio announcer in New Jersey. It's from Wildcat Chris. Uh, TJ, would you ask Toby for permission to lean my seat back for my drive to work? Yeah, granted. You don't need permission in your own vehicle unless you're. Are you taking a plane? You drive? Are you flying your own plane to work? <laughs> maybe, maybe he's maybe he's flying to work. <laughs> yeah, permission granted. What was the name of the heckler guy behind you at the game again? I missed it, and I want to hang see on. that pick he took. Okay, hang on a second. Let me uh, open up my tweeter. Chris Fuentes. At Flint BU1. <laughs> F U E N T B U1. I went to his uh, Twitter page. He's got 1,200 followers, and it's all just him going to Baylor games. <laughs> They're celebrating after a win over He's Tech. their Mr. OU. Let me... There's a picture. Yeah, he's a super fan, yeah. and I respect that. Honestly, I if he wasn't right behind us and in our microphone the whole time, I don't mind. He's pretty funny. Where's the baseball guy? There's a baseball guy that sits under your mic that drives me nuts, too. I've even oh, said something to you about him. Man. Is it? Is it uh, it's not tech, is it? Tech? Is it? it might be well, tech. Tech has the – yeah, I'm right in the crowd. I mean, I'm I'm in the crowd at TCU, and the crowd is standing in front of me at tech, and they are vulgar. Yeah. If this guy would just keep it a little bit cleaner, it would be fine because he's, he's pretty funny, but – I have m many times, not last night, but this happens every year. I've had Baylor fans come up after the game and apologize. And uh, <laughs> man, I'm sorry. You could tell the people sitting around him were embarrassed. And he's got good seats. So yeah, very gotten a very nice seats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I work for a railroad. It's common for kids to have piles of pennies next to the tracks to have them ready for when they hear a train coming in order to lay on the track to get flattened. Really? So maybe you took some kid's penny stash that they play at the tracks. I've never heard that before. I've heard that, yeah. Um, That's absolutely what happened then. I took some kid's penny stack. Man, I bet you feel bad now. They went I do. Back I feel after, terrible. They went after school. They were all excited. They know the train's what, coming at 4 o'clock, and boom, their penny. Why is gone. that a thing? Why? I mean, why would you do that? Like, I wonder why. I never did it, but I've heard of kids doing it, and I've had friends that have told me, hey, we went to the railroad tracks today. We were flattening pennies. So, but I've never done it myself. I don't know why. But that I mean, would be why cool. would you put them in a pile there? Why wouldn't you just keep them in your pocket? Yeah, no, like I don't that? know. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel terrible now. I thought it was curious. Ah, Lee, now I feel bad. How can I get the kid his pennies back, Teach? I think you got to wait till the next time you're in Waco. Okay, I'll, next time I'm in Waco, I'm going to put fifteen pennies down. <laughs> little tip for the trouble. <laughs> I bet you're in the papers down there today. Man steals uh, child's pennies. Has a picture probably, of the kid in it's tears. Like a, it's a blurry surveillance image of me <laughs> walking see, by. If you see this guy, please notify <laughs> police. see this man. Kid's pennies have been taken from off the streets of Waco. Chris Fuentes like, I know who that guy is. <laughs> Chris Fuentes. 6.34, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help.
Call 405-735-5510. Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia beat Iowa State 76-71. Cyclone fans were not happy. I imagine the Cyclones weren't either. They were called for 31 fouls last night. Um, I don't know if this is true because we were in the middle of getting ready for the game, but I did see a tweet that West Virginia was in the bonus before the first media timeout of the second half. Holy cow. They had already called seven fouls on Iowa State. So I think we were called for 29 in Morgantown. Iowa State 31. That's, uh, if my math is correct, 60 fouls called in the last two games on West Virginia opponents up there. And they won them both. Uh, so the Mountaineers are on a push here. Hey, credit credit them and the Cowboys. They're they're surging yeah. here at the right time to make their push for a tournament bid. So Yeah, OSU surging too. You're right. 71-68 win over Tech. Cowboys now uh, above 500 in conference play. Without Avery Anderson, Tech falls to 1-10 after last night's loss. Next up for the Sooners, two straight home games, Saturday, Kansas at noon. Better last night, Teach. Didn't win, but I thought played pretty well. And uh, silver lining, here comes some reinforcements. Oway and Bamisil showed some promising signs last night, I thought. They did. To, to the point, you're thinking, man, I wish we would have seen more of uh, Bama still earlier in the season. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, they just give you that athleticism and kind of that um, length and and ability that Defensive. you just didn't have before. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I remember um, I thought that last night. I was like, you know what? They're playing good. Nobody's going to be ha- able to be happy about it because their first thought is, well, why weren't they playing earlier? <laughs> well, to be honest, I was sitting there like, man, why has Joe Bama still not been in the game more until the last uh, few games? Like, why have we not seen him? So, no, yeah. I, I will admit, I was sitting there thinking that last night to myself. I mean, the answer that Porter would give you, and I, I'm not at practice, so I have no idea. It, well, I have seen him come into games and just completely freak out. So... <laughs> You know, launching bad threes and stuff. But the answer he would give you is uh, he he didn't get what was going on on the defensive end. Like, he was just completely lost defensively. But it has started to click for him. And Tega a little bit the same way. Now, not the defensive end, more the offensive end. Like, just didn't understand things yet until recently. Now, again, that's... I have no idea. I'm not in practice, but that's the answer they would give. It reminds me of the Marvin Johnson situation from last year where Marvin really didn't play much at all. Then halfway through conference play, got some time and played great and then got hurt, unfortunately. But for whatever reason they haven't been playing, it is encouraging. I mean, uh, Tega, as you recommended, Teach, got the start last night. Played well. Joe was the first sub off the bench. Played well. So maybe that's something. We'll see. Maybe, you know, they got a heart. They got to hope for uh, some sort of a, a igniter here late in the season if they're going to pull off uh, uh, something magical, and, and maybe that'll help. But 
They played better last night. Baylor just too much down the stretch. And OU shot themselves in the foot, uh, too. They had some untimely turnovers and missed free throws in the final five minutes that did them in, along with Adam Flagler, Langston Love, Keontae George, all just hitting big shots on them. So 82-72, Baylor, the final bad night for TU. They ran into Kelvin Sampson last night. Houston got him 80-42. to That's 38 points. Yeah, that's it. That's that's rough. We had one of those lately. That's rough. Um, okay, it is trade deadline day. So, in addition to the big KD blockbuster that's out there, and the Lakers trade, which by the way we didn't really mention much about that, it is D'Angelo Russell going from. It's a three-way trade. D'Angelo Russell going from Minnesota to the Lakers. Russell Westbrook going from the Lakers to the Jazz, um, and what did you what, what did uh, Utah or Minnesota get out of Mike this? Mike Conley and can't remember what else. Nikel Alexander Walker and some draft picks. So three way deal there. We also had a trade last night. Uh, that sent uh, Jason Hart to the New York Knicks from Portland. So a little bit of a, a minor deal there. Not minor if you are uh, a jo- Josh Hart. Excuse me, not Jason. Not minor if you are Josh Hart. Search major to him. But compared to the other trades last night, uh, that went down the pecking order a bit. I would have to imagine, TJ, that Sam Presti woke up this morning just fuming. We got trade. We got at least three trades in the NBA last night, and he got no draft picks out of any of them so far. So, I would imagine today, Presti will find a way to wiggle into one of these trades, make it a four-way trade or whatever, so that he can land a first-round draft pick out of it somehow. Or is it time to start packaging some of those and say, "Hey, we got a shot at the playoffs. Let's go get a guy." Too early to spring. Too early to spring, right? Um, They're not that good. They're not good enough to. I mean, it depends on if he wants to make that push to be one of the final teams because you're fighting with the Lakers, you know, hoping to get into one of those spots. They improve themselves. So, I mean, it it depends on how bad you want to make that push to be one of those. What do they need? I'm trying to think of what would be out there that would set them apart. And I don't know that there is. So, I. If I'm him, I'm probably just staying where I'm at, mm-hmm. continuing to build, saving those draft picks, see if you can pull off something big in the offseason, if there is a name out there, and then um, making your push next year. Yeah. Because by this time next year, Phoenix could be blown up because that thing went terribly wrong. You could have Dallas blown up because that thing went terribly wrong. And it's a completely different landscape in the West. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm probably not making a move if I'm them. I think you're right. They're kind of a perfect team as it is right now, so why mess They've got a great them? young nucleus. Just kind of keep building with that and, and, and go forward. Yeah, no, I think you're right. How about their nucleus before, though? One of the greatest 
yeah. group of young players to ever come into the league together, made it to a finals. Now you've got James then Harden. Who's, completely psycho. Uh, yeah, James Harden's you know having a nice year in Philly, and they're doing nice things. But Russell's become kind of this journeyman that just nobody really wants, Like, but his name still means something. But teams look at he's him like, ah, well, yeah, he's just gotten old so quick, and then KD's just wanting out any time. You, you brought it up earlier, you know, anytime he looks around the league and says, well, that's a better situation and has a better uh, core a group. Runner. I'm a front runner. Let me go there. It's just it's sad what's happened to those three after what was their first few seasons like and the promise there. And so They're all going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point early in their career, they played on the same team. And there was some angst there. You know, there was always the KD Russ stuff on sure. the bench yeah. and things like that. But little did we know what our children would grow into someday. The monsters that they've become. <laughs> the egos. The egos that we were just feeding their baby egos here in Oklahoma City, Teach. They have become the absolute. That they grow into. <laughs> How many teams combined have those three guys now played for in their careers? It's got to be close to 40, right? Uh, one, two, it's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, right? They've both, they've all, no one knows because Russell's been. After with, Oklahoma City? Or has Russell been with Oklahoma three City? or four now? Houston, L.A., and Utah. Oklahoma City, Utah. So he's Utah, been four, four now, yeah. Kevin's been four, right? Uh, Four now, yeah. And Harden, three. No, four now. No, four. Yeah, four with Houston, Philly. Yeah. the Nets, Philly, and Oklahoma City. <laughs> They've each played for down four NBA teams. Oh, man. Break time, 649. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. He's Toby. He found 12 pennies in Waco yesterday. I'm TJ. I left a dime in my driveway. This hour is brought to you by McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorneys, McIntyreLaw.com. Uh, yeah, thank you to the Texans out there. We forgot to mention Washington for Russell, so he's been with five. With Ru- oh, Westbrook. yeah, I completely so, forgot about that. forgot about the Washington situation. So a combined him. 13 teams? That's right. That's four, right. Four, four, and five? Uh, yes, I think that's oh, right man. now. Uh, did you see the uh, tweets by... Larry Nance Jr. yesterday. I did not. I don't follow Larry Nance I don't Jr. either, but uh, the story popped up, and I didn't know the story before yesterday, and it was pretty funny afterwards. So Josh Hart got traded, like you said, from Portland to the Knicks last night. Well, All right. previously he had been traded from New Orleans to Portland for Larry Nance Jr. They got swapped for each other. Okay. So when that happened, apparently they just got together and said, hey, Larry Nance said, uh, hey, I've got a house in Portland. you got a house in New Orleans. Let's just swap houses. Sounds smart. And they said, all right, cool. So they just stayed at each other's houses because they had been traded for one another. So last night when Josh Hart got traded, Larry Nance Jr. tweeted out, hey, anyone looking to buy a house in Portland? Because <laughs> Josh had been staying in his house since that trade happened. So now he's got an empty house. So 
If you're looking That's to move funny. to Portland, he's he's got one for sale. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a screenshot of you looking back at the heckler and him taking another selfie. This is a different angle than what you sent me earlier. It says, oh, wow, we're actually trying to have at T-Row-O-U on my radio show today. Maybe you can tag along and surprise him, Chris. Be sure to tune in to the, uh, the Smavid Doke Show. <laughs> okay. That is. So somebody trying to get you on the show. Not that I'm aware of yet, okay. but I look forward to that invitation. Uh, <laughs> it's a different angle you're looking back at. Him. <laughs> uh, Toby, don't feel horrible. You saved some kid uh, their limbs. That's from Taylor in Owasso. Yeah, you just yeah, kept them from probably. playing on the railroad tracks. Nothing wrong I with guess. that. I, I guess. I I would not, I didn't. I, it was curious for sure. Greg says I used to flatten pennies and dimes and nickels as well on the railroad tracks as a kid. You were just fascinated at those results. Now, I mean, I haven't done this, so help me out here. Aren't they flat already? I, what What's the thrill in seeing a penny that is flatter flat, than it is already is? Yeah. I guess it's just the science behind it. It's kind of cool to see a something that hard get flattened like that by a speeding locomotive. Okay. I can see that as a kid having fun with it. Like, I can see that with Greg. Greg's like, what, 78 years old, something like that. They didn't He's have the, the iPad and the YouTube and stuff back no. then. So they played with pennies on railroad tracks. Leave the guy okay. alone. All right. I'm not. Yeah, I just was wondering what the thrill was. There. <laughs> was the Baylor fan you were talking about in a yellow sweater missed the beginning of the story due to eye scraping? I wanted to throat punch no. that dude last night. <laughs> well, the yellow sweater guy is a heckler too, but this is the guy behind the guy in the yellow sweater. He had the this guy had the basketball jersey on with no sleeves. Yeah. Well, he had shooting sleeves, but no. Yeah. No sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. He was ready to go in if he needed to be. Exactly, yeah. Uh, 7 o'clock, top of the hour, T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday.